welcome to this episode. I was about to take, take a, a drink. drink. I'll continue uh, continue okay. introducing us. I'm Lisa Monahan. <laughs> <laughs> That's an ASMR podcast now. Gross. What's up? You're Jack. Okay, fine. You're Jack. Uh, this is episode 94 of No Skips Podcast. Hello and welcome. <laughs> We're a day late because you know what? The album that we chose for this week is very near and dear to me. And I wanted to sit with it because some of it, it's, it's a very dense. There's a lot going on. It's a dense for 37 album. minutes. And it's dense in different ways from other stuff. But uh, yes. real quick before we get started. Uh, well, no, let me, let's just get started because it's only 37 and a half minutes long. So sure. we are covering Yes is Close to the Edge fifth studio album for the band released on september 13th 1972 mm. that's, you, all you, that's your sweet spot 71 72 right around is, there that's yeah. your sweet spot yeah do you know the connection to the album we covered last week i don't remember what we it was, it was ready to die there's a connection here what the hell they're they both released on september 13th oh cool yeah I, 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 just, I just happened to notice that i was like i'm pretty that sure ready to die was also september happen. 13th so uh september 13th 1972 and then near 22 years later notorious big dropped ready to die so yes during this I, time was that, go ahead it probably was like literally 22 when that album was released I think Notorious B.I.G. might have been born the same year as this album, which is crazy. We love you, Biggie. Not, 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 not. This is a Biggie stan account now. (laughs) Of no consequence, but it's funny to think about it in those terms, right? That's that's the the lifeblood of music. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Yes, during this time was comprised of John Anderson as lead vocalist, Chris Squire as bassist and backup vocalist, Bill Bruford, Bruford? On Bru- drums, Bruford, yeah. Bruford, Steve Howe, guitarist, and Rick Wakeman on keyboards. Just don't don't look up the membership of Yes. I've spent the last like twenty minutes looking at the Wikipedia, and they're the ship of Theseus problem. The band, if you're not familiar with the not. philosophical idea, is your cells in your body replace themselves over time. Mm. So are you still you, right? If it, the ship of Theseus is, if you if you slowly replace every piece of wood in a ship, is it still that same ship? Don't don't at me like that. But, but that's literally yes, is because the current touring lineup of yes is all different dudes. There's not like we still have the lead singer. Is nope. anybody else? No, no, he's out. I don't think so. What the hell? Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. So it, it's it's awesome because. Oh well, is this the band? Yes, yeah. Look at he's look really at the, he's, look at the, look at the name. Anderson, it's yes, Anderson's not the singer anymore. I don't think so. I, that can't be. You can't once. Uh, you think that? No, 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 no. Other other pieces other pieces can come and go, but the singer must remain the same. The song remains the same. See, that's that's the interesting question, right? What is what is the integral? piece? I think you're wrong. Uh, I I think I read it correctly. I I looked at it like two or three times. I'm very tired. I've been dealing with kids and a lot of like sunshine. data and sunshine. Here's my problem today: data and sunshine. Um, anyway, let's just go ahead and assume I'm I'm right. Okay, fine. <laughs> That's a good <laughs> assumption, though. Anyway, you for like literally are. for 20 years, you just go through the roster. And like literally every six minutes, they're changing one of the members of the band. They so, change members faster than I change underwear. Yeah. So I'm just going to throw that out the window. We're going to focus on how amazing the album is because it is. 
It is, is an incredible amazing. album. I'm glad we chose this Your one. Fifth album. The fifth album. Yes, we. Were, I was considering covering Fragile, which has Roundabout, which is probably their biggest hit. Right, and it has um, because of JoJo and other things mm-hmm. has been suddenly like back in the consciousness. It's, it's very similar to, to um, Dreams from ah, um, okay, yeah, Fleetwood Mac. Just some internet fragment just brings it. Into Someone's people's. been picking up. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 This is the hardest band name ever. Hey, it's, it's a ha- tough one. It's a sh- tough one if you wanted to just Google about. Tell me, yes. tell me without telling me you formed your band before search engines. <laughs> That's <Yes>. fair. <laughs> Not like was it tennis? <laughs> <laughs> when I saw that, one, I was like, oh, go to hell! Come on, genuinely. Um, this was their last album released in the seventies to feature their original drummer Bill Bruford. Like I mentioned, uh, he left to go join King Crimson. Mm-hmm. Um, a note from Bill is that he found the album, quote unquote, particularly, particularly laborious to make <laughs> and decided to leave the band afterwards. And honestly, I could see that there. I mean, this this is only three for better. For I mean, let's just say let's cut and dry. This is three tracks, three right. tracks to a 38 minute album. That's right. what we're dealing with here. These three tracks are overflowing with talent mm-hmm. and and um, musical skill and there's just so i mean there's so much happening at all times oh, yeah. yeah i could probably see that they'd be like all right that's well and like if you're not in it to do what they're doing yeah and, and if i'm not mistaken on this album and on other albums maybe not this album but anyway they, they talk about the recording style where they would just record reams of stuff and then basically take snippets and sort of like sort of like a like a collage they would put stuff together in the studio and then learn to play it live which is crazy so i think Mm. that's where it comes from the laborious aspect where it's like and i think sometimes when you listen to some passages it 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 belies a little bit of that cut and paste nature sometimes Mm. where it's like it's compositionally rich but sometimes the logic doesn't flow if you're just listening to it in terms of like person playing it, right? The logic isn't there necessarily. I could see it would, that. It would, be, it would be great, honestly. I w- I would love to hear. They have to have played this whole album live. Oh, I mean, if I've definitely watched them perform, and yeah. you and I, yeah, and, and I, I, I remember. Of course, watched, they've done close awesome. to the edge, and 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 yeah. Siberian. Uh, how is it? Katru? Is that how you say yeah, it? I, I don't know. Katru. I, th- there has track to three. be <laughs> track three. Well, ish track three, but yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. I didn't quite have time to find. I, I've watched the and you and I live performance, sure, many, many, many times previous to this. But it's, the others, it's, it's just interesting see. how people and bands grow with tracks, mm-hmm. and yeah. they become more lived in. I, I want to because that's the cool thing. This is so long and so deep, and yet actually a nice short package. Yes, but it feels it feels like yes. it doesn't feel like it takes long to get through, but it does feel like it takes a long time to get through. You yeah. know, but yes. not in a bad way. In just the like, because the first the first track, "Close to the Edge," is eighteen minutes long. It is an eighteen minute long right song. composition. Yeah, yeah, composition is more t- appropriate than song. <laughs> song is so simple but, for what's happening here, and that's and that's the cool thing is because I think the immediate. Um, return you know talking about prog rock which is where we're at which like got a big sort of uh, reaction to and turning away from the moors of the 70s mm-hmm. why do it right and then you ask yourself okay 
And that that's what I really love because we've been listening to a lot of these albums that are originally vinyl. We've listened to some of them on vinyl. Mm-hmm. And I realized the governing under... The, the logic be, behind having to do a record that fits on side A, side B and has a logic of a beginning and end and then a beginning and end for A and B really is powerful. Yeah. And it, it, it fits into a human experience in a ways... In ways that a lot of the albums, at least visibly i didn't feel because in in my time cds meant you were listening to 60 70 minutes just straight you just yeah. got exhausted right there's and definitely I don't just feel junk that. in there yeah. yeah and there's exactly there's just filler crap and so it's really cool to say okay you got you got about 40 minutes what are you gonna do for me and also you can only get 20 minutes at a time do yeah. do it in those chunks and here's this album that says okay in 20 minutes what are we gonna do we could give you four or five tracks, but there are some things you can't do with discrete songs. Because if you chopped th- close to the edge into, what is it? Four you parts. Said, you said four yeah. parts. If you chop them into those parts, even even in the name of just not calling them a composition, but just naming them four different tracks, you'd be like, I mostly just waited to get through yeah, track three to get a total mass retain or something. You yeah. know, right? It's it's it, it, it's 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 funny what it does to say because there are, there are a lot of albums I love that have tracks that are mixed continuously but named as individual right. tracks or two or three minutes, but it doesn't have the the complete feeling mm-hmm. that it is to listen to Close to the Edge. Correct, and I actually, yeah, you're right. I, I'm I'm with you on that one 100. That I like how they did that. Before we go on to the music itself. Um, this hit number three on the Billboard 200 in the U.S. Congratulations! It's crazy to think of. Yes, and uh, a note on recording the album, which I found to be incredibly interesting. Eddie Offord, who had helped mix their live sounds for the Fragile tour, which they had just come off of, wanted to emulate the excitement and high feeling of performing mm. live. So they built a large stage in the studio to recreate that. that oh, how feeling. interesting! Yeah, and then at some point, I think they said that even like the wood of the stage kind of like added into the sound yeah. of it, which is very interesting. Very interesting. I can't I cannot what imagine that. Thought. I mean also how's how you get a studio that big? Damn. I mean I'm, I'm sure the, there probably are. Classic, I don't know. I've never they, been inside there, a studio. There's so many well I mean a lot of them aren't, but a lot of like classic stories like doing an abandoned church or some other sort of big resonant space for recording an album. There's there's right. tons of stories like that. So it's it's that's a really cool story actually. Yeah. And you can believe it because I feel like a key part of why this album is fun to listen to is the space, right? Yeah. Especially the guitar part to And You and I, it lets it breathe. Yes. And you can imagine playing that without a live audience, but thinking about the audience and thinking about that space. That's the thing. You right. wear a, you wear a fireman's hat, you're going to act like a fireman, right? Like, <laughs> that's fair. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. how, that's how yeah, people yeah. are. So you standing on stage, that's a really great way to be like thinking about the music for an audience, even though they're not there, you're on the stage. Yeah. You're thinking about it, right? Which is cool. So we open with the title track, "Close to the Edge," and this, like I said, is an 18-minute-long track with four separate. I guess you would call them movements, yeah, movements, even though the first two are kind of one and the same. Sure. Or even even two and three. I could be mistaken about that, but they are, yes, two and three. Nope. Yes. No, I'm right. One and two. Um. So, it's an absolute ball buster. Yeah. Of a track. This is so full, so rich. Mm. 
plentiful. <laughs> it's just there's so much to it. It's it's just dense uh, musically, lyrically, uh, literal length of the track. Right, you know, it's sonically, just, right? Yeah, there, yeah. There, are, there, are, there are atmospherics involved and, you know. And so the, one of the reasons why I wanted one more extra day to sit with this is because even though this is, it was it was hard to understand why I was having trouble with an album that I kind of knew right. already. And, and then, and it was just because the lyrics were difficult to to interpret because mm. I, I was like okay okay because they're much like some of the rap albums we've covered there there are a lot of lyrics like like sure. i mean not not quite so severe as like the sure, Kanye, not so dense, not, yeah. yeah but but in a 19 minute track there are a lot of lyrics and so you're going through it's just like they they all sound a little bit like someone on a nice drug escapade and you're like sure. okay i'm trying to follow your logic i'm not with you but i'm trying to follow what you're saying and what you're saying is beautiful and amazing I just don't right. really know. This is a little abstruse. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm struggling dealing. With it. So, upon step stepping back and trying to not just dissect it line for line and be like, okay, this whole album as a whole, it felt like commentary on Earth, religion, humans' impact sure. and interactions with the Earth, and just kind of trying to understand what we're doing here. Yeah. And, and, I don't know. What did you get from it? No, I hear that. Well, I I think that's what the that's what the structure suggests, right? Again, yeah. why not do? Because you could you could chop this all into a conventional structure. Why didn't they do that? They're trying to point to something else, and mm-hmm. I think I would agree with that assessment. In that, what what better way to say think about the bigger picture than forcing it to say this album's three songs right so you're forced to think of each even though you could chop them into right you know discrete aspects you're forced to think of them together right which was so yeah because i I, i've I've tried to take several different approaches to how we've covered albums on this show i tried to do more dissecting like that with stuff like outcast when there, there are so many songs sure i'm being like they cover a lot of different themes here's like this one is one theme there are three songs Right. This is what this is. So it's a beautiful. It's just it's a beautiful album in that regard. Yeah. And this this opening track with its four movements, the four movements are um, the solid time of change, which goes from zero minutes to six minutes. Total mass retain, which is then following two minutes. Mm. I get up, I get down. And then it ends with seasons of man. Nice. So, Yeah. This is <laughs> the solid time of change is is four solid minutes of like insane instrumental music just showcasing. Just it's a workout, right? There's yeah. there's some jazz element there. There's you're getting there's a to hear lot how, of everything. Yeah, you're getting to hear how talented each and every one of them very very much so are. Yes. Um, this is yeah, prog rock at its absolute finest. Um, I don't know. It's it's and, and the, the and. I did. I couldn't find anyone talking about it a lot. I didn't dig too deep into it, but the time I don't know. But the time signatures are crazy in in here. <laughs> right. There there are some changes in in like verse three that I note noted down, and I was just like I didn't get to dig into it like I wanted to. But <laughs> this is beyond me. Sure. In in, in 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 that way, and that's okay. But the solid time of change for the first movement goes into total mass retain, which has the same melody, but this time it's kind of got like a bassy hiccup to it. Mm. Is how I kind of translated that. That's a nice, that. nice way to put it. Yeah. Um, 
And from John Anderson himself on a weird line from the segment. So his line is, as we cross from side to side, we hear the total mass retain. And he says, it's got this deep, this is from him. It's got this deep, sad feeling for the mass rape of our planet, for the evilness which creates the wars. And there's no answers to all these things. It's common sense in knowing what's right and what's wrong. Whoa. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. So 70s coming out of the late 60s. I, sure. I'm not exactly sure where they were interpersonally right. at this stage of their lives, how old they were or what they were doing. Yeah. Probably some drugs. Probably. It was the 70s. So some, I just assume everybody was doing yeah. If you release an album between 65 and 80, yeah. you Even were probably doing Even if they weren't that potent, they were, they, were, they were there. Yeah. Correct. So not to cast any dispersions on you, yes, but it just... Seems like far <laughs> for the course, especially with the content that you're singing about. But well, and the and the counterculture still hadn't fully curdled yet, and so there's there's a lot there in, in yeah. 71, 72 that there's there's that's in the water. And so we move into this third act here, which is I get up, I get down, and things get a little heavier and groovier in the segment before what I call like the great lightning up. Mm. It's just this. The segment that, that quiet yes yeah that's that's probably my favorite bit yeah you think so yeah. and then when the organs come in yeah it's just well it's, it's really it's, wild it's the because the song starts with the sort of gentle little nature sounds yeah and that's that i think is the the strength of this sort of compositional style is to say all right this is all one thing Think about it like one thing. Pay attention over a longer time span than you're used to. Right. And you get the payoff, much like sort of classical music, of saying, ah, here's this buildup and then you know, attack and release, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of there's a lot of this frenzied activity in the first part of, you know, the, especially the first movement. And then it kind of gets released and it builds again and then releases. And then we especially get this really nice, quiet, soft, which not that a lot of great albums don't have soft, quiet songs in them, but it feels different when you're saying it. There, um, all right, the big brain moment. Uh, Roberto Bolano, um, twenty six sixty six. Uh, I want to say he's Argentinian. Okay. Chilean. Sorry, sorry, Bolano. Um, but this is writer that. By the way, I have not finished the novel, but there's this writer where he gets to this point where he starts writing run-on sentences that last pages. And it's a really crazy effect as a reader because you just have this like, it's like a, a, like a one-shot in a movie, right? Mm-hmm. You just have the tension, the unresolved tension of going that long that you're like, I don't know how much, how much longer I can go without right. you just like saying, it's over, let's go. And so that I think is really cool to think about with Yes in this album. And I want to check out some of their other stuff because I feel like some of their other stuff actually sort of lives up to the criticisms of prog rock, which mm-hmm. is, you know, as any prog rock, like it's at a certain point, it does actually go too long. This album doesn't, you know? You're right. This album has a remarkable concision for something that is going long. It's both long and short in the same time. Correct. And holding those things in tension has made coming back to this album a lot of fun. Right. You're just like, I I don't know if I can, this is, oh, how long is this going to take? But 
It's, but it doesn't. It, it seems like it goes. It's an eternity, and then it's a right. blink of an eye. It's, it's shorter yeah. than a lot of the albums we've covered recently. It is. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, the final movement here is Seasons of Man. Uh, this is where we get weird right after the organ piece mm-hmm. is complete, and we're playing like a lot of. I want to say they're like minor notes. It just gets really menacing. Yeah. And in your face. Yeah. We get back um, to the attack. For, yeah. The attack after such a soft portion of the track, right? And then it gets so big. And this closing of this of this eighteen minute track is this beautiful like looping sound, mm-hmm. and then it just slowly fades out to the birds again. Yeah, and so it's a be- this 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 was a very daunting piece because something this this lengthy in terms of a track, this robust in terms of music, and this deep in terms of lyrics. I was like, I don't know how to talk about this song. Mm. Other, th- I mean, it feels like anything I could say about it would be not doing it justice. But it is close to the edge. It's a great track. Yeah. Again, it doesn't seem quite right to call it a track. It's more than that. Right. It's, it is much more it's than a that. Whole, it, whole I mean, side it, of it is the length of four normal sure. mu- musical tracks. So, sure. and of course, we do have four broken up into here. But, but I mean, that's that's side one. Yeah. Close to the edge. I, I just I just think of um, I think of the, it. It makes me reflect on the seventies, even though they're a. I believe they're they, they have to be British. They're they they from London, yeah. 100, 100, London, yeah. Um, even though they're they're British, I think about the seventies in terms of American leisure time activities. Like through the seventies, bowling was huge. That's how you connected to people. Bowling was huge, and then bowling. Bowling was huge. Okay. Why Good. am I talking about bowling? I'm talking about bowling because TV destroyed bowling. People didn't go out of their home because it was like, oh, TV's awesome. We're just going to watch TV. It really TV. is awesome, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. Yeah. It is awesome. <laughs> um, but like measurably, not to, not to get on a downer streak, but like measurably when the studies now show that people's attention span is like markedly shorter. Right. And I think about my own ability to spend time with this album in prior parts of my life I don't know if I would have sat with it, you mm-hmm. know? I would have been like, ah, this is a little long, isn't it? <laughs> Still going, huh? Yeah. Still the same track? Exactly. Ah, whoa, meadly, meadly, meadly. Oh, really cool, <laughs> idiot. Like, <laughs> you know, it just, I, I think, and I think about that in terms of the 70s and why we keep returning to this kind of sweet spot, especially for, for your taste, but uh-huh. I've been enjoying a lot of it too. Um, right around the time where We've rounded the corner of the 70s. Vietnam War is still going on, but everything hasn't turned completely into sort of cocaine shithead disco land. And then it and then it really curdles into the 80s, and then you got Reagan and Thatcher, and it's all done. So it's just interesting to think about. There was a time, there's a window to explore some of this stuff. And that's what's crazy to me. That like when you listen to this, you're like, wow, this is some great musicianship. There's some great music here. Boy, it must have been hard to be in this band. It's like, no, it wasn't. They were huge. They were huge. They were only four year old, four years old at the time that this was recorded. No, I mean, those are, I, those I mean, are the amazing band, babies. Those babies are talented. I mean, the band was only four years old. My goodness, I don't know why I said it like that, but yeah, 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 it's a band. I, but I, I yeah, I, I guess I just think about attention and and. But I mean, well. I say that, and we know we were listening to the radio when Tool scored this, what, five or six, seven-minute track on the radio, so it can still happen. Schism? 
Skizzum. Skizzum. Yeah, that was the one. Right? Yeah, that was the big one that hit the radio. I believe so. Let's it's still possible, right? Like, and, and, and I don't think that's possible without... Yes. Correct. Right? You know? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. One thing I wanted to mention is that listening to Close to the Edge, I was just like, whoa, hold on. I mean, the, 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 the first side, Close sure. to the Edge. They were very clear um, influences, in my opinion, to the Mars Volta. Oh, yeah. No, yes. thank you for saying that. Absolutely. Yeah, when I was listening to this, I was like, whoa. Sure. Some was, the, like the frenzied playing. Yes, at the drive-in in the Mars Volta. Release. Of course, the two were, you know, much of the same band. But Oh, that's a but, really good point. But once I, but I wanted to comment on that, I was just like, okay, the Mars Volta did not exist without Yes. Absolutely. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because they also did like longer tracks, mm-hmm. more complicated kind of arrangements, but Not, also that yeah. kind of attack and then release kind of. Correct. Interesting. Yeah, that was Good the connection point. I wanted to make. I really wanted to make sure. I, I almost forgot to point that out. But yeah, I love, I, I, well, I really like the Mars Volta. And I, I I think a lot of people that like Yes also like the Mars Volta or Very vice likely. versa. So, Very likely. So we're flipping the record over now. We're on side, side two and we are on And You and I. And this track is exceptionally dear to me. I've loved this song with all of my heart and soul for years and years and years and years and years and years. And it's a, it's a very, yeah, it's a near and dear to me track. My father showed it to me, um, I think when I was in high school or college. I'm not exactly sure which time frame it was. But he showed me a lot of music in life. But this was the one track that I was just like, yeah. this is a showstopper. This is a beautiful song. And I think he and I have a lot of the same tastes in music. Not not across the board, but the things that get him also get me. Yeah. And so the introduction to And You and I is this really beautiful guitar part. And there's just, when it does, there's just the sad strum. I don't, I mean, I wish I could play. I don't, I don't know. I guess we probably could play if we felt so inclined to do so, but we, we right. usually don't on the, the show. Chords but chords there, yeah. The chords, there's one where it, where it goes um, up and then down, and it's so heartbreaking. It just yeah. it, it guts me every single time. Even sometimes just thinking about hearing that <laughs> that particular chord, right? It's true. Just, it's just very sets me, resonant sets that me. way. Yeah. Um, and so it's just it's insanely well crafted, well played, well written. It's just an incredible track. Yeah. Um, it, again, it's just like the most. The intro is probably the most tragically beautiful guitar music I've ever heard. Um, and then it, it slowly starts up, and it's just, I mean, whew, I don't know where to go with this because this song is really powerful to me. Um, well, the, yeah. and the track takes its time to build, right? It does. You, you As opposed just... to Close to the Edge, which comes out swinging. You right, know? And exactly. so, And then you've got this, this, this beautiful, romantic, mm-hmm. interesting piece in the middle, which, mm-hmm. which gets kind of rambunctious too, but not like it does in Close to the Edge. No, nothing quite like it. It seems yeah, much more... Yeah, more spacious. Yeah, more spacious, more, spacious. More, more taking its time to develop and then linger mm-hmm. on emotive qualities, melodies, and just let them be. Whereas, mm-hmm. yeah, close to the edge is, is again, like you said, I and, I and I agree with the commentary where we're talking about the earth and, and these other kinds of sort of meta commentaries about life and existence on the planet earth and and... And you hear that hustle and bustle and the craze and the the craze, uh, the chaos of Earth in the the, the the frantic playing for the 
for the first track and then to flip the album over and get sort of a stillness right mm-hmm. is is a little jarring yeah but it's but it's it's immediately comforting because even though it is sad it, the 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 intro being so sad the strumming coming in a little bit more and making it a little bit more like okay this is a more normal song ish and then it just sure. starts then it just kind of takes you away and it's nothing it's nothing there's nothing normal about this song right. the song is beyond the the yeah. the movements here are titled chord of life movement 2 is eclipse movement 3 is the the preacher the teacher is there a fourth mm. one? And, then f- and the fourth is Apocalypse. Mm. So, um, I guess this is just a heavy one to talk about. I'm sorry. It's, um, it's just a beautiful song. I don't really know what what else to say about it. The The lyrics are beautiful. The lyrics are heavy and dense as well. Um, seems, yeah, it seems to be a lot about religion in this one as well. Sure. Um, I hate to sound so trippy over myself but it's just just, i don't really know what else to say say some words (laughs) i can't say some words i love (laughs) i i love the primacy of just the simple repetition of you and i where the way he sings it and the melody you do you i i actually took a very different approach for this album because even though i love this song because you love this song and i've spent time with it the playing and the music and the melody is so evocative i I actually was sort of on the opposite foot than I normally are with albums where I'm like, oh, got to dig in these lyrics. What are they saying here? Right. All my favorite, all this bullshit uh, post-punk stuff that everyone was like, man, you're bumming me out with. I love those lyrics. When I get to these sort of proggy kind of big albums, I actually don't like zero in on the lyrics exclusively because the mood and the whole kind of effect is so powerful and evocative it just feels better just sort of to ride on what you you know what it calls to mind because it is so evocative you think about people in your life you think about different people you love and so you want to just focus on that, not rather than what do you mean in this stanza. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Correct. Picking apart the lyrics on this album are are it's it's too it's too it seems reductive. It's too much. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it's it's quite appropriate for it. Even though if you, I mean, with the right substances in your in your brain and enough going on in your life, if you sat with this album, you'd be like, yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, it seems like sure. you want to listen to like if you're on shrooms or something, you know. Sure. Uh, and, and just kind of go through that and, and see what that's like, but. It's truly beautiful, and you and I mean, even our kids love it. Um, they love it because I love it, and I love it because my father loves it. And it's, I mean, but but I love it because he introduced me to it. I don't love it just because he loves it. I love right. it because it was just like so. This is forever like my song for him. Um, yeah, and I can't think of a better one to be tied to someone. I would love to have this song tied to me. Uh, yeah. it's just a, tr- a tremendously gorgeous song. Yes, yes, am I? I mean, I've loved yes just because of this track. I think if anyone, I mean, if you're listening to this, most of you oftentimes do go through and listen to the album. Please do sit with this one because it's just a um, gloriously beautiful song. Yeah, and I'd um, say so. I really, I, yeah, I wish I could dig deeper into that one, but I think it's just too close. Yeah, to the edge. Yeah, <laughs> it's just too close to me. It's too, sen- it's too, too sensitive. But it's, a, it's a really good song. So yeah, I I, th- I think it's deceptive in that way. Again, it's it's extraordinarily evocative. I think um, 
it's fascinating hearing because again, if without, and I've heard some of the later yes and some of the earlier yeah. yes, but only in parts. But this is obviously one of those kind of albums that is why we're doing this show. Is is that is that here is an album that is composed as a sort of as a as a, as a complete kind of artistic um, document, right. and every piece kind of helps support each other uh, mm-hmm. in a way that you're. I mean, yes, you can listen to you and I alone, but it's really cool coming after the title track correct yeah absolutely and if you if you have time i definitely beg of you to go watch the live performance of and you and i there's one you'll know it's the one i'm thinking of because there are like two i guess you would call them like model forms or or what would you call those like the the move the body shapes that you change Mm. for art class Right, mannequins, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, I guess, yeah, I guess they're just little mannequins, but someone's mm. done some kind of artwork with them on, okay. kind of over overlaid the, the visuals. That particular live performance of And You and I just showcases how incredible they are. And, and John Anderson, you know, decades after this was originally sure. released, still hits every note beautifully, yeah. perfectly. It's incredible. Go watch it. Um, that's, whew, that's And You and I. Jeez. We end side two with Siberian Katru. Hope I'm saying that right. So Katru translates to as you wish hmm. in the Yemeni. Is that how you say Yemeni dialect of Arabic? Is that how you say Yemeni? Yem, yem, well, yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I learned for that. Anderson says his song is a collection of interesting words. <laughs> Though right. it does relate to the dreams of clear summer days. And I can feel that in my soul. But yeah, that. trying to pick through the links of that, I was like, okay, I don't actually know what. To <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I there. I'm, I'm, this is why I needed another day to kind of really dig deep and be like, okay, this, sure. not all of this was what that was meant to be. But right. Well, and 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 I, I but I appreciate that. I, I like when the when bands would follow what yeah. interested in them because you don't. I don't think you get an album like this without just following just following the muse following following what you're into Mm -hmm. following what you want to check out yeah this particular song is quite odd because it goes a lot of different places but it always kind of has this like hopeful and happy feeling to it which definitely does remind me of summer days like you mentioned um it's a more upbeat way to end the album than Mm. i would have expected yes on the heels of and you and i right and that's and that's another again the power of saying Hey, you got three pieces. Yeah. <laughs> Beginning, middle, and end. And yet there's a, f- like, as I'm a given understand, good storytelling is, right? Is, is there's a beginning, middle, and end. And in, a, in, in great storytelling, each scene does the same thing in a fractal way. There's a beginning, and a middle, and end, mm-hmm. you know, to each scene. And so I think this album has a bit of that structure where to, to have the, slap the big balls on the table and say, Yo, side one, one track. Listen up. Mm-hmm. And we're going to give you this whole kind of arc of beginning, middle, and a nice resolution. And side two, okay, we're going to make it easier on ourselves. There are two compositions. And yet we still have that same sense of resolution that you expect through three or four or five or six songs, but just two. Right. Like, that's... That's that's a lot of eggs. There's a there's an old uh, Mark Twain quote. Put all your eggs in one basket. Just watch that basket. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's a little a bit of that. There's a little bit of sense of that in this album. It's like yeah. they're watching these eggs. I I want so badly to just flip it though. 
I want and you and I to be the closer. It doesn't seem right. Interesting. It doesn't seem right to have this be the closer because you've coming. You're coming out as hard as you are with close to the edge. Siberian Katru is also incredible, but I think and you and I is the real showstopper here. And the way it ends with how you know it it, it blows up and it descends and it blows up and descends and then at the end there's this re- you know he's just this little strumming guitar. I John hear Anderson you. Is I, I ends on that beautiful like. No, oh, no, just... I absolutely hear you, but that puts you in a position to want to skip past Siberian Katru, because because that's that's what I think. I okay. feel like sometimes music, as with other forms, sometimes put their chewy nougaty center right in the center where it belongs, because you have to have like exit room after that. You have to like take time to decompress from what you just got through. And I feel like that's that's the curve of this album. Sometimes sometimes great albums have the sort of like, like the roller coaster, like the bit, the last curve of the roller coaster where it slows down. You're like, oh, I guess that's over. They don't jolt you <laughs> at the end of the roller coaster. Yeah. They say, all right, you've been through a lot. Let's calm down. You can go again if you want to, but let's calm down for a second. Like... That's that's. But the, it doesn't really leave calm down. I mean, it just kind of fades well, out, and they're well, still they're still well, going. Well, sure, sure. I'm 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 just saying. Obviously, though, Siberian Katru doesn't hit you in the same emotional place as and you and I. Right. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not going like musically or like tempo. Oh, I, I see. What you you're know saying. what I'm saying? I do see it's what like you're saying. like yeah. this is a fun piece of music mm-hmm. where if you flipped it, if you put that in the middle, you'd be skipping that every single time. You just want to like get give me the good stuff, right? Whereas they have, I mean, I it's think, also still quite good. It but, is, right? But if right. you but if you flipped it, I feel like that would be the problem. Whereas with you and I, and you go through it, and it's this big kind of moment, and then there's another track that like because me, I'm getting back on the roller coaster, like, and I did that Multiple over times, the last couple yeah. of days. I just yeah. was like, this is great. I want to get back on that. I want to I want to experience that whole thing. And I think that's part of the logic of the of the track ordering. Yeah. Well, we have scraped just past thirty eight minutes, no! so we're officially past. Yes. We're more like past, no. <laughs> we officially passed the end of the track, so we should officially just stop talking about it. But man, alive, close Check to the edge out. is a great album. Yeah, Seventy two. Man, damn it! <laughs> it's good. I have it on vinyl. We've been listening to it on vinyl. It's been wonderful. That's a great time. It's it's really wonderful. Compact and yet so. What's your what's your takeaway word? Robust. Robust. Yeah, I was gonna say, I'm gonna say fractal. Ooh. Oh dang. Yeah. I'm into it. Yeah, it feels again. The, there's there's a sense of like, oh, it's compact and yet I keep getting. Wait, why is it why is it still going so long? This is only forty minutes. Get out of here. It's just good. It's just good. Even our five year old, almost six year old. Love sitting with me and listening to Yes. I was like, that's a good, let's start them early, kids. Get them into it. Get them into a a band that was formed. What's the math there? Close to 50 years ago. 30 years, well, 30 years prior to his birth. No, Mm. 40. Is that right? 40 years prior. 44, yeah. Shoot. I hate math. I hate numbers. It's close to 50 years today, so. Dang it. Well, all right. That's that. So (laughs) we are going to. Get off the 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 yes train and get onto the U two train. Woo-hoo. Come on, ride the chain, 
Train. Mm, train. <laughs> We're going to Joshua having trouble, Tree. Having trouble with both Irish people and I think probably you too. I hope you keep an open mind. I think this is a beautiful I I album. I don't, I, I don't, I, I don't, you two is, is so massive. I actually don't have much of an opinion about them at all. Mm. I've, I've never, I've never really had much of an opinion about them. Not really negative. That's good. Not po- That's good. positive. Well, no, not, not even not positive. Just be like, no, you're just too big for me. That's sure. all. That's all. This, this is an album that I, because I know a lot of the tracks got a lot of radio play, but this was always an album I heard as an album. And yeah. so I think, I think it, it, it is befitting that. Yeah. I um, mean, are we sure we're not going to cover Elevation? No, you two heads, if you're listening, um, Zuropa is for sure my one. I almost argued to cover that one instead is because it's it's the unsung masterpiece to me of their 90s output unbelievable zuropa zuropa i don't know any of the words that you're saying right now and most people don't most people don't it's a it's a crazy album to do that was basically probably 20 years ahead of its time in some ways really i put that out there damn we can we can argue but i'll I'll, I'll, I'll put it out there all i really know of you i mean i know i obviously i know so much of them but only track i liked of theirs was hold me thrill me kiss me kill me from perfect, the Batman. perfect single, perfect single, and it, and didn't didn't belong in an album. That's what was the joy of that single. Like they actually, like they just they 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 nailed the perfect single for that one. Love that track. They did well. That was yes, close to the edge. Thank you so much for listening. And Dad, if you're listening, I love you, and thank you for showing me this this band and 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 this album. Um, and thank you for listening to the show if you did also, Dad. So, uh, and for the rest of our listeners, we love you too, I guess. <laughs> and we hope that you have love a good you too, week. Bono. Yeah, we'll be back next week with U2's Joshua Tree. Bye.